Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Do, Do you love, love me? me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from Rosari. Cause I want you. I knew that I was gonna you. be it. I just knew it. Yeah, it had to. It had to be that. Got me in my feelings. <laughs> I can't believe that song just like exploded the way it did. Yeah, it really did. And now our yeah. good old do the Shiggy. He's verified. Yeah, Shiggy is verified. I watched his Breakfast Club interview. It was really cute. Shiggy, my dog, though. I like him. Remember, y'all? He gave yeah. me he gave me a couple dollars for my birthday. Yeah, which is still crazy, right? So crazy. Like I was like, you the real MVP for that. I mean, it was five dollars, but it was five dollars more than fun. anyone else on the internet gave you <laughs> right <laughs> right so true what was he doing he was just giving out money that day yeah so i guess he has a little uh partnership with cash app and cash okay. app is the one that maybe somehow like i don't know if he was giving money directly from himself or was he you know they probably gave him a yeah. certain kind of money. A certain amount, and he just, you know, did whatever. So, yes, we are back now. We are back here in America from Haiti. And, um, boy, oh boy, was it an experience. Definitely a memorable one. Absolutely. Overall, I would have to say that the trip was really great. We had a lot of fun. A lot of laughs were exchanged. We saw some beautiful sights. We ate really good food. Definitely feel like we all got enough food. And I think that we had the best host ever. Like We definitely had the best host. Well connected with everyone, you know, and just... Oh, she was she was really amazing. She was She definitely great. made the experience what it was right because of her host her hosting her network of people because she was like connected and that was another thing that just like i really loved seeing was just like seeing grandma damo like that's all that was yeah yeah grandma damo like same height same like stature same like right bossiness like Mm -hmm. It was lovely. Same, like, sarcasm, sense of humor, like... It was amazing. She set us up very nicely. Ketley was our host, and she is Kwame's grandmother, and she's awesome. And Ketley, we love you. We really do. Mommy! Mommy Ketley! Right. She is amazing. Like, the fact that we had an interpreter who became our friend, you know, it's just like... Yeah, she set us up with, um, 
she handled all the things that we couldn't handle. So she got us like a car. She made sure we had a driver. We had an interpreter that would go with us on our excursions because she wasn't going with us on that on that shit. She was like, I'm good. I'll see y'all back at the house. So she sent an interpreter with us who spoke really who spoke quite good English. And um she made sure we had meals ready for us when we got back home and she even had little snacks ready for us when we landed like that's yeah how prepared she was she was just a really sweet woman we also stayed out there for quite a while like that was like a good five days that we were out there together so i know it's a lot that happened in those five days but if you could name your top two best moments what would they be top two best moments um and that's hard actually because i got three yeah I'm like, <laughs> like, dang, there were a lot of fun things that happened right um i would probably say boston blue and i knew that was going to be like my favorite thing but it really was like so fun and nice and dope. Like I just absolutely, I agree. So Boston Blue was like this really crazy lagoon up in some mountains, like ducked off. We kind of had to go on this little walk, like a little nature trail, to get to it. And then we had to like climb down this rope on the on a rock, like. We were very much one with nature in this moment because we had to get barefoot. We had to really get into it. We were barefoot. We were like climbing down this rock with these guys and um, we get like over this little waterfall we cross over go through this little pool and then swim up to this fat ass rock and then like on the other side of this rock is this waterfall and like a huge lagoon and it's like the most crazy blue you've ever seen like mm-hmm. beautiful blue and river water like, like just river clean. like clean water mm. like water this is water that just like fell from heaven and just like is rushing through right like that's basically what it was and um we just jumped off this rock like into this big ass pool of water just like swimming around it was just so clean and fresh and then went and swam over jumped off the waterfall like Mm -hmm. so freaking cool we're like i was like underneath the waterfall watching like the water rush down like it was crazy yeah and then just jumped out definitely probably my favorite moment of the whole trip and then second or another i won't say like less favorite but another moment probably like on the last day when we all shared the things that we love about dominique Mm -hmm. and like everyone was getting all emotional and then we were able to like give a, a really nice gift to our interpreter right and th- that was emotional as well so i think just like the lesson that maybe like my second favorite thing was like the lesson that i learned from being there like mm-hmm. about myself about how i feel about my friends and like about helping others when i can right. so yeah i think that was like we we were like guys we cried a lot on this trip. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is probably the we most tears I've ever shed with these girls. Like, we sang ever. a lot. Like, though it wasn't like top, you know, it wasn't like one of my the top moments that I'm gonna share. I just loved how in the beginning we didn't have any music and we like went acapella with the whole thing like the whole yes because we spent like a lot a half of time. hour 45 minutes right like. we spent like <laughs> a lot of our time in the van because you know with haiti being an underdeveloped country like the roads were not paved out the way they would be here so it took us a while to get to a lot of places and the car didn't have full surround sound so we had to make the best of that and we just sang songs most of the way like this would happen every day and it was just so cute it was hilarious like it was very fun we were trying to figure out ways to sing songs so then we came up with this idea to like battle each other (laughs) where you had to like start a new song from a lyric or a line in the previous song right that shit was lit we were doing it was it was it was hell yeah give them an example start it off go ahead uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of one that we did already that was like a perfect one. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were singing. What song were we singing when you were like, get a superstar? Damn, I forgot. But she was but... like, it was an old song. Fuck! I can't even remember. It was some old song, but then you were just, you just came in like, get a superstar. Because <laughs> whatever that old song was, I heard ghetto in it, and I just Yeah, was no, like, she said ghetto superstar in the song. Oh, yeah, just, okay. Yeah, I whatever. can't think of, but yeah, so you get the Oh, point. B2K! There they go, that's some ghetto superstar. Oh, right, right, we were singing bum, bum, bum. There they go with some ghetto, ghetto stupid. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was so much fun. But yeah, I agree with Sydney. My top moment had to be Boston Blue. That place was amazing. It was beautiful. And y'all know, like, I'm not an experienced swimmer at all. So I was like, hey. Shayna was definitely conflicted. Like, she was like, ah, 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 right, ah. Right. Like, but I was like, do I you get know, a life vest? Do I risk I it I got all? the life vest. Like, I did not yeah. risk it all. And you know what's crazy? Like, one, shout out to Jimmy. He was the guy who helped me the whole way through. Like, he was dedicated. Like, he guided me <laughs> through the nature trail, made sure Jimmy I Jimmy had Shayna's purse strapped around his neck two times, looped around, like, ready to hang himself with her purse. <laughs> he made sure my purse was safe and he was the camera guy the whole way through and you know he gave me a life vest that was a little janky okay uh the life vest was not covering my boobs at all like it was kind of like up and so really these were not regulated life vests no so when i jumped in my life vest you know it didn't really keep me afloat like I thought it would I actually had to do more work than I thought to stay afloat and he jumped in because he saw I was a little frantic and he like 
helped me get to the other side where the waterfall was. But I was like, you know, I still wanted to do it. Like, I just kept jumping in with everybody else because I'm like, I'm not about to... <laughs> miss out on I'm not missing out on this moment like are you serious like this it was beautiful like it was yeah that blue everything about oh my gosh it just makes me really want to be serious about this like swimming like try to trust the water a bit more like because it's not like I don't like it like I love it I just gotta get my shit like together my other favorite moment really was that hidden oasis at the pool right down the block from Ketley's home. We couldn't get to... Right, right, right. (laughs) We couldn't get to Ilavash the day that we planned, but we ended up there the next day because there was a lot going on with riots and things like that, so we had to stay safe. And, you know, we were really disappointed that we could not we get to this so island. We, we were so upset. We were having sad. all of us brat Temper life. tantrums. Like, like, literally, like, oh, my God. Like, this is so fucking lame. We were so, so first like, world in that moment. Like, it was yeah. just like, are we serious? Like, are you sure there's no way to get there? Right. Like, like trying to go like, against, like, law. Right. Reason, right. Like, fuck danger. What is danger? Like. And Kelly was Everything. just like, um, no, yeah, you'll go. She, she was, was just like, no, she was like, it's all right. You'll go to the pool. And we're like the pool. Like, yeah, we're like, I uh, was so bratty that I took my swimsuit off and I wore my regular <laughs> clothing. Cause I'm like, I don't know what pool you're trying to take us to, but we'll see. Like if I like, if I like what I see, I'll get back in my swimsuit. But, oh my gosh, this place just, uh, six minute walk away from her home like it was like tucked Maybe away it right was so cool. it was tucked away in the back like behind these homes and like we were walking through these like irrigation systems and like you see saw some no ad- like they like he this guy okay we're walking through and now i'm like realizing this guy is like building like a plantation out there like that's farm that's like farmland he's growing he's like starting to grow crops like he has his rainwater thing his like big thing to catch rainwater to like filter through to like water the shit and like fill the pool like Mm -hmm. a whole kitchen cabana like bar little thing situation like a tv these little cabanas where there were beds for you like for people to stay as Mm -hmm. like a resort at this shit like outdoor the bathrooms had like outdoor showers and like the whole bathroom was like open basically mm-hmm. it was so nice and the pool was like an infinity pool overlooking like all this greenery and shit right it was beautiful it was dope as fuck it the, was the pool, it was like a cool modern design like right and the food, like they had a, you know, they everywhere, everyone has their chef. And over there, like they cooked like these different Haitian little snacks for us and stuff. And they, those were delicious, like the porridge and um, that like milk porridge was so good. I just drank it. Yeah, it was bomb. It was hella yeah. bomb. Like I enjoyed that. So, yeah, those really were my like top moments and there was just so there's so many that I can't even there's like a lot of things that I enjoyed doing like honestly I enjoyed walking back to our house okay so we were a big group we were a group of 11 or 10 so we um split up like 
four of us stayed at Ketley's house, and six of us stayed at this hospital, which was like a 10-minute walk down from Ketley's, right? Mm-hmm. So, at night, after we would have dinner at Ketley's, like, we would have to go back to the to the hospital, and, um, like, her helpers would walk with us, but we would always, like, have these flashlights and stuff, and, like, I really like those walks. One, because, like, the stars are just Oh, so my gosh. Incredible. That was definitely going to be something that I, like, mentioned, too. The those stars. stars. Oh, my gosh. And then, like, when I got back to New York, I couldn't see one single star. Mm-hmm. Like, it was crazy how, like, the stars, when it's just dar- over darkness like that, you can see that shit clearly as fuck. So clear. So and clear. <laughs> it's so clear. It's crazy. So, um, I like that. And there were a lot of other moments where it's just like, we just cracked jokes and just like, everybody just had fun. Right. And then we had fights, because we're just like hormonal ass bitches. We was fighting, cussing each other out. Right. I mean, it it wouldn't be a trip without that, but like, those things were so little of a priority after everything we went through that it's like, I don't even remember what the fuck we were fighting about. Yeah. I mean, that's just like inevitable for us. You know, we're. Yeah. We're basically like sisters at this point. So it's almost like these arguments, they come and go. You know, it's really like, yeah. let me just get this out and that's it. Right. I'm over it after that. So, yeah, it was amazing. Um,. Getting home was a bit challenging. And that was dramatic. that was the only time that we actually had to experience what the turmoil. Yeah, the turmoil. Like that's the only time that we actually had to be we were in the thick of it. Because you probably heard on the news Port au Prince was rioting due to the raised gas prices. I mean, it was un- it was really ridiculous. Like, how dare they yeah. charge seven U.S. dollars to like how much? I forgot the rate. Seven to twelve U.S. dollars for gas. Like, what? When it's and- fifteen <laughs> cents, fifteen cents U.S. is one good. Like. How dare it's you? Just, it, they don't, like people don't make money like that in order to even sustain a price like that, which is why I just find it so incredibly ridiculous that their government would even try such a horrible thing. But then, too, on top of that, um, I could tell that it's just like so many problems between the people and the government that it's like right probably overwhelming as hell of mm-hmm. how many how much turmoil it probably really is so we were there at the at, you know wrong place wrong time type of situation and uh, it got hectic for us and the more and more I think about it the less I think that it was like a we're American thing as much as it was we're like cruising in a car going Trying to money. get yeah, like, right, trying to get somewhere. We're going on this road regardless of what y'all have going on. I think that was more so why they were upset and less that because we were American. Like, I really do feel like anyone could get it at that time, right? Yeah, well, now, now I do. Before, I, I didn't know, I didn't know, you 
know what I mean? Like, I thought that it could be because we're Americans. It could be because we got bags on our car. It could be because of anything, so. Yeah. And long story short, guys, we were trying to get to Port-au-Prince, and we got low-key attacked a little bit, like, almost attacked by a mob of people, and we had to hide out for a little bit of time, like, a couple hours, and um, then we had to be escorted about it out. Yeah, with armed guards. Yeah. And while it was stated that we'd see violence, like, we, it would be shots fired and things like that by the grace of God and everything else. Like, we made it through safely without one single shot being fired. And right. that, you know, that was amazing. That was good. Like, we had... We had God on our side. We had protection. We had hella. We had hella shit on our side. You know. Yeah. I had my crystals in the car. Like primarily God, for sure. I would have to say because some of that stuff was just miraculous. There was so many miraculous things that happened. Like you think of all the things that could have happened. You know that were very easy to happen based on the footage that you know we've seen online of everything that was going on like so much worse it could have been so much worse but like we had literal miracles happening like every 45 minutes for 10 hours so (laughs) yeah i mean other people who did not have the protection we had had to experience their cars being stoned broken windows slash tires with machetes and stuff like that and i definitely can see how that in itself like when you come from a place like america and you have never seen anything like that that's a very traumatic experience like you've always been safe never really been in a place where violence happens it's crazy but it was like as i shared this with people who are actually from you know outside of the country they were unfazed by it completely they were like are you serious like this you guys didn't go through shit really you know what i mean like and that actually put a lot of things in perspective for me because i'm like you're kind of right but at the same time i do still understand we come from a place where this type of stuff you know we don't doesn't happen we don't have war on american soil we don't have to see that shit So it really makes you think, like, damn, like, everywhere else in the world, like, these places, third world countries and things like that, they're like, what? Like, you didn't even, you didn't see a, you didn't see shots fired, you didn't, like, you weren't in danger at all, is what others think that aren't even, like, from here. And I'm like, that's crazy, you know, and I respect it completely, like, I'm just like, but it definitely makes you feel like, what the fuck, world, like, we gotta do better. Yeah, because it's just it's terrible and like a place like Haiti like we know it's history enough to know that they have been fucked over time and time again like even like our first stop when we went to Mupana Museum and it was like just giving us the backstory of Haiti and things like that like I just can't even like wrap my head around you know the Dominican Republic and Haiti divide and how Haiti is really the people who helped DR become a developed country. It's just that Same they did it. They did it better. The, yeah. 
same idea with you know what was experienced here with like Native Americans and Christopher yeah. Columbus ass basically Precisely. it's the same idea Precisely. so yeah it's it's just a lot to take in and it just helps you to be more like stay stay woke like keep your eyes open and don't ever take advantage of anything because I feel like even though yes this was challenging for us I'm like yo we did everything on our itinerary we even made it to Ilavash like right like everything I'm like this is crazy like we we weren't we didn't like go through too much turmoil I agree I definitely agree and Overall, as I stated in the beginning, we had a great time. It was a lovely trip. You know, it's unfortunate that we had to have a little, I mean, that the country had to have that going on, but we made it out. Right. We all made it out on standby flights, except for two of us who had confirmed flights, which is also a miracle in itself. That never happens, bro. Right. Right. Have you ever been on a flight where like 30 people were on standby and got on? Yeah, like what is that about? I'm like, how full? I've and but never. not even what is that about? It, we know what it's about. They couldn't get to the airport. And I think that the, that JetBlue also might have sent bigger planes Absolutely, because they yeah. had been closed for so. Right. Because we rode back in style. I don't know about I don't know about you, but we were in definitely no. one of the no. No, we weren't in style. Flights. We weren't in style. Actually, there were delays on my flight, which had me a little like anxious because i'm like okay like i'm just like please get me out of here yeah soon because i don't want to be stuck here overnight but there were delays with my flight because the aircraft had mechanical issues again like you know on the way to haiti the tail of the plane was fucked up so we had to wait a while to for them to get that sorted and on the way back um to fort lauderdale that was the only way i could get a confirmed flight i went to fort lauderdale and yeah, they had, we had the older plane, but that's also because it was an hour and a half away. You know, like, I just had to get there and right sort the rest out. Yeah, we were definitely with our outlets, you know, chilling on the plane, bad space, niggas watching movies and shit. We were all asleep. All of us were knocked out. No, no movie watching for us. And Dominique I was has no shame too. in her game. Like, she fucking just, like will rest on someone's shoulder. Like, <laughs> no fucks. Be all up in somebody's A stranger. A stranger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a stranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. A stranger. That's her. Yeah. But anyway. Hey, we back! For Star Talk, we already talked about the stars in Haiti, and, like, that really just... <laughs> inspired me to like i want to find some i want to find some places that are extremely dark so i could stargaze some more like that's how in love i was with that like i saw mars you know like it's not really i can't say that i was ever well versed in astronomy where i could be like ah there's the big dipper there like when you were seeing stuff like that but having that app sky map and like being able to just see the stars like the aquarian star the virgo star like it, we just we were just really identifying what stars were up there and that was so amazing like i i had so much fun i'm like i definitely have to download this app because i feel like it's so cool like it should is just too cool it's too cool yeah to really seeing know, mars but. was definitely 
lit as hell. Hell yeah, because it was like burning orange, like an orangey color. And we know like Mars is like that. And also like it was um, the app like helps you to locate uh, stations like space stations and shit. And we're just like, yo, this is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, what's up? Okay, so we had a partial solar eclipse that happened just on Thursday, I believe. And that partial solar eclipse slash new moon was in Cancer. That new moon brings focus to your emotions, nurturing, family, things that we all know when it comes to Cancer. But one thing that stood out to me was how this would be a very emotional time for a lot of people but as it relates to cancer here's how the new moon helps you it's not often you get a do-over in life however because the new moon is in your sign cancer you're going to get an opportunity to wipe the slate clean whether it be a work gaffe relationship faux pas or fractured friendship if there's something you'd like to fix the july 2018 new moon is the time to do it if you just want to leave everything behind and start over instead you can something new begins and it can feel much like a new chapter in your life according to cafe astrology you are ready to kick bad habits start fresh and present a more self-assured you in the world the bottom line, it's time for crabs to find a bigger shell. When I read that, I definitely think about Damo because this is definitely a time where she's approaching a new chapter in her life. You know, it's a clean slate. So, yeah, yeah that is really what I see with her. But for the rest of you cancers out there, like, if you could relate, hit us up. <laughs> Comment below. Do you want to know what yours says? Yeah. Okay. So for the Virgo, while the July 2018 new moon will bring you a burst of energy, you could also have conflicting feelings about a person, project, or social situation, which could leave you feeling guilty and confused. It might sound dark and twisty, but the underlying message is that you need to reevaluate your commitments and ask for assistance where you need it. Some of you may have been pursuing a project on your own, and this month you may realize that you'd benefit most either by giving up a current project or goal or accepting that you'd be better off enlisting help. Another thing that Cafe Astrology advised. The change is likely to be an empowering one, even if there is some resistance at first. So that's for you. Interesting. That, like, is definitely gonna be in the back of my mind now um thank you cafe astrology Mm -hmm. i can definitely kind of see that as well like the the aspect about like you're feeling you're having to deal with like social situations or like a specific person Mm -hmm. i can see how that's playing out right now but i'm definitely looking forward to the end of the month you know what i mean the month ending Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The entire um article that I'm reading from right now is from Bustle. 
Dot-com, but they are quoting some things from Cafe Astrology. Okay. So, for Aquarius, since we're doing ours too, if you've been ignoring your own needs, the July 2018 new moon is a reminder that you're due for some much-needed self-care. It's time to stop burning the candle at both ends and to start bringing some balance to you professional, to your professional and private life. This can be about reorganizing life, eating and exercising better, managing your time more productively, and working on details on the details of work projects and plans. The biggest takeaway from the July 2018 new moon and partial solar eclipse is that you need to learn to listen to your intuition because your first instinct is usually right. Mm. And I just see that this I can definitely relate because I mean I'm totally on the path like now that I got my new blender I'm like oh like eat well you know let's eat a little better like let's focus more on fresh foods and also being in Haiti like having fresh food prepared for us all day every day really puts shit you know into perspective again like that perspective like that's a lot Mm -hmm. that's mentioned a lot throughout this episode thus far and I just feel like it just feels good like you know I want chicken like shorty was going in the back to get the chicken right right fresh to get the chicken right that that means the whole chicken like going to get the chicken that was alive and then killing it and skinning it and putting it on the grill exactly like that and the bananas and the mangoes and everything just it was just like yo the cherry juice the cherry juice the guava juice the passion fruit juice like we had so much good stuff for our bodies and i think that that's why like we were on point like we were feeling good out there you know like it we were just feeling feeling really good yeah feeling very good very nor well like well nourished and it just makes me want to do more of that here too because it's america just feeds us with so much toxic shit like they just keep they keep giving us this bullshit the fake food yeah we out here eating fake fucking food like i just can't wrap my head around it and we've been eating this shit since like the time we were born like what in the hell and it's crazy how like most people just like grow their own food on their land we don't even have land to do that to like, grow yeah and shit. yeah yeah the farming it's not you know like that's not something we're familiar with and when you do see it it's out yonder like miles and miles out to be able to actually go to a farm and see the fresh food is like and see it you know you're not right. really buying it or maybe like yeah we got the farmers markets and things like that but at the same time you know america just can't be trusted totally so it's like what are you really the black ass bottom right what are you really giving us so i can definitely relate to that and that's what we have for star talk hit us up Send me a podcast at gmail.com i knew you were gonna sing it just like that like did you? Yes. That was so funny. We just know each other. Yeah, it's very Catholic of you. Okay, uh, now it's time for Nosey News. So, 
guess what, guys? What? Kylie Jenner made millions with fat lips, and now she's taking them out because fillers ain't cool no more. <laughs> Kylie Jenner has made millions with fat lips, and now, like, fat lips, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Yeah, so she exploited the black beauty of thick lips just <laughs> enough to make the cover of Forbes, and now she's out. Right. I just mm-hmm. can't even. Did you did you see any of the the discussion around her Forbes cover? No, I I only saw what was sent in the group chat of people, you know, obviously being disappointed about it and just wanting to understand, like, girl, why? Most people I saw were like self-made, who, self-made, how, in what way, right? Because. I and many of my peers were under the impression that you actually had to come from nothing and bring yourself up by your own connections and will for growth in order to be self-made. Right. What is the real answer for that? What is self-made? Do you know? What is is self-made to you? What's your definition? Self-made to me is really... It's me, honestly. Like... (laughs) Like, if I'm being completely honest, I'm still growing. I'm still growing, but I literally pick myself up, you know, from growing up in what others would call the hood or the projects and went to school after school. Went back home, of course, but during that time, I decided, okay, I'm going to buy a one-way flight to LA and I'm going to make this shit work. And here I am three years later. Look at God. Right. Making it work. And from that, you know, you just keep building from there. Like, bye-bye government assistance. Bye-bye everything else that I, you know, was familiar with. Like, absolutely not. That's really, you know, the tie, it stops with me. Okay, so you so, believe, but but in general, as far as self-made goes, you agree that you have to start at the bottom. Right. So how has Kylie started at the bottom? She hasn't. I mean, when Kylie came in, one, like Kim Kardashian is really what helped her to become like they've always Kim Car- been, the all the sisters helped her to yes, get where she's at right they've always been you know wealthy right so for her it was just a connection network the network is really what got her to where she is exactly not the um not not her in her alone, right? Like that wasn't it. So, I, I don't agree. Okay, well, I agree. 100% she ain't self-made. With you. Like people She's need to really be careful with the words that they choose. Words mean things, and yeah, yeah just nah, dog. Like self-made, where it's enough for me, dog. Right. Uh, hell no. Um. 
Okay, moving right along. Papa John's founder apologizes for using the N-word during a conference call. So is the Papa John's sponsor, you said? No, Papa John himself. Owner. Papa Now, who who the fuck is Papa John? Is he is he white black? <laughs> Shayna, you know the Papa John's guy. Exactly. He does so, all the commercials. You I know just got like, you know me. Oh, I know, you're I know saying, you I know you watch I know you watch like TV and shit, but it's really I'm really questioning who she, who he is for real. Like <laughs> Like who the hell is Papa John? Is he black or is he white? Obviously, with that answer, I'm going to go with white and he's Italian. Italian my ass. Like y'all don't get a pass. I hope where, you know that. Where the fuck is my phone at? Cause I want you. I can't believe that you don't know who the Papa John's guy. Yeah, is. cause uh, you gotta, you gotta. Let's see it. You gotta remind me, cause I don't, girl, not at all, not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. As soon as you see him, you're gonna be like, oh, he's like literally on the box. Like that nigga is Papa John. You know right? what? I don't really. Damn, I really don't be ordering Papa John's like that because I didn't even know he Look, looked like this. Girl, I did not know he looked like that. I don't order Papa John's. Like I don't know. order Papa John's either, but I still know who that guy is. Papa John's pizza is disgusting. So it was only a matter of time before we got them the fuck up out of here. But Girl. I just really feel like he has a very recognizable face because that nigga's literally been the face of Papa John's for our entire lives. Oh my gosh. You're like, oh. That's crazy. Seriously. Yeah. Um, anyway, Tiana Taylor is with the shits. She's with the threesome thing. She says she wants to keep the marriage spicy. And she's curious, too. And usually it's her idea. Huh. You've been watching the reality TV show that they have? No, uh-uh. This was on an interview that she gave for Hot 97. You know, to each their own, I guess. I see so much mess possible. Like, so many things that could go wrong in threesomes. Like, maybe it's just... Maybe it's just what I've watched on television. It never ends well with threesomes. And so... I agree. Because of that, I'm just like... uh, uh, You sure, girl? There's too much margin for error. Like, unless y'all really just go somewhere in another country and get a whole stranger and, like, never see them again and never exchange, and they don't speak English and you just never exchange information with them, I just don't really see how. Yeah. I mean, that could be the way. If you want to do all that, then shit. Have at it. Right. But then I'm thinking about the risks involved with that because she could have AIDS, honestly. Mm-hmm. I guess someone in America could also have AIDS, but that was really racist of me. Um. Yeah. Go. Good for you, Tiana. Though you know, y'all living life. Right. I mean, like I said, everybody has their own thoughts. They're living the best life. 
ain't going back for these niggas living their best life. Um, last but not least, Cardi B had her baby. She did. Was that while we were away? Um, no, I think it was when we got back. Maybe like on Tuesday or maybe Tuesday. But the baby's name is Culture Kiari Cephas. Uh, I didn't know the baby's name and Culture K U L T U R E. Right, because it couldn't be C. B's up. You know, Barty B. Like, it couldn't be. It couldn't be C. Culture? Culture, Kiari. Culture could just mean so many things. Like, and it's sad that the first thing I think about when I think about culture is when you go to the doctor and they take Everyone, that's my, I've been saying, I've been calling baby little Petri dish all week. We are swabbing your baby. Your baby is a swab, actually. Your baby is the swab of an area, and we're waiting to see what grows on it. I can't even think of, you know, the culture, like the cultural beauty of... That does not come to mind. No. At all. And I don't know if it's because it's Cardi and Offset or what, but... The first thing that comes to mind for all of us is literally mold growing. Bacteria growing. A swab. Ugh. Gross. He, she would have been better off just naming the child Kiari then. And Kiari is his name. Offset. Yeah. She should have went with Kiari. Kiari is actually super cute. It is. I don't understand why the culture had to go into this. Wait a minute, like, Kiki. Do you love right. me? Are you riding? Right. Like, come on. Kiari is so cute. Like, drop that culture shit, Cardi. Like, Maybe they're gonna call her Kiari, and they're just trolling us. Oh, it's a her. Oh yeah, it's a baby. That's a girl. It's a baby I mean, girl. It's, it's a. Baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's a baby girl. What? <laughs> We know, like, <laughs> oh, okay. How it's such a unisex name, though. I like that. Yeah, Kiari is a cute name for a boy. Culture is too, like, really, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's not it. Culture, Kiari, Cephas. That little Cardi B baby meme that's been circulating is. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie just. I can find people who make fun of me. (laughs) Charlie actually posted a new meme that said, "Rihanna, mommy said we need new music." Mm. (laughs) And I'm like, "Jeez." Anyway, that's all I have for nosy news. So this episode was all about catching you guys up on our trip, and. Due to that, we are going to omit two cents and get your life today. Get your life! You gotta, gotta get your life! But if we were doing get your life, I was gonna say that I really felt like I'm trying to look at life a lot differently since our trip. Like, it was a very humbling experience overall. 
Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like I've been, like, taking shorter showers and, like, trying Yo, not to every be time painful. I see the water like, running, I'm like, ah, 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 I gotta chill. Ah, right. You gotta chill. Ah. Yeah. It's a lot. Perspective, guys. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah, so... That's all. Just make sure you are following us at Samia Podcast on Twitter, Samia Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And our email to contact us is Samia Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me at Cheeky Bobby on Instagram. I'm Sydney Poppins, too. And that's another episode of Samia Podcast. Peace.